1: are wrapping up the week here on I love old time radio. Welcome old time radio fans. I'm your host virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I love old time radio and on Twitter at I love OT radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer episodes. This week, the CBS Mystery Theater is presenting The Old Ones Are Hard to Kill. This is a story of an old lady whose boarder confesses to her on his deathbed and stars Agnes Moorhead. If you want to hear more and help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This is the last episode in season two that we have, and it was originally aired April 13th, 1949. And George, what is the secret word?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, don't tell a soul, but the secret word tonight is air. A-I-R. Really? You'll bet your life. Elgin American, creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, finest dresser sets, present Groucho Marx and the Elgin American show You'll Bet Your Life, a comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... Would you mind repeating that, please? Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx!
2: Well, here I am again with $2,000 for one of our couples tonight,
0: George Fenneman, who's first to try for it. Well, just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a pair of high school students, and here they are. Nancy Boyden and Carlos Ramirez meet
2: Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts, kids. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll each win the amazing new Apollo sixty millimeter sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you use every day. High school students, eh? Nancy Boyden, is that? Uh, yes. What school do you attend?
0: Eagle Rock High School.
2: How old are you, Nancy? 17. Pretty tall for 17, years. <laughs> And uh, Carlo Ra- Ramirez? Yes. What's your age, uh, Carlo? 16. 16, huh? Hey, you're pretty short for 16. <laughs> and what's your school, uh, Carlo? Franklin High School. Uh, which is the best, yours or hers? Oh, mine is. Is that right, Nancy? Yeah. No. And uh, why do you say yours is better, Carl? Well, uh, we beat them in track and baseball and basketball. You mean against the girls?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and why do you say yours is better, uh, Nancy?
4: Because Eagle Rock High School beat Franklin in the City, uh, no, district finals of the oratorical contest.
2: <laughs> what have you got to say to this, Mr. Ramirez? <laughs>
4: I didn't know we even had a contest. Yet.
2: <laughs> well, according to Nancy, it was no contest. <laughs> you have a nickname in school, Nancy?
4: Yes, Red.
2: Red, huh? Why yeah. do they call you Red? <laughs> what do they call you in school, Carlos? Well, uh, I got the little nickname of Solrak. Solrak? Yeah. What is that derived from? Well, that's Carlos, spelled backwards. <laughs> when you're in school, you don't spell backwards, huh? <laughs> Carlos, in school, do you participate in any extracurricular activities like uh, raw hamburger swallowing?
3: <laughs> uh,
2: I'm a yell leader. Could you give us a sample yell at the, your school? Well, when a player gets hurt, they start carrying him off, he just holler his name. And, Yay, Simarusti, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> that the player is carried off unconscious <laughs> and you expect him to hear what you just shouted? Oh. What are some of the, the, the most recent fads in school, Nancy? Oh, bebop
4: and bebop talk.
2: How does that go? Could you give us a, a sample bebop? No huh? oh, really bebop
3: boy. Uh, really bebop
2: boy? <laughs> I'll try that on my gardener tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> He hit me over the head With a sack of Vigoro <laughs> He's been trying to make me grow For so long
3: <laughs>
2: What do you think of that Beatly Bobby Booty Bust up <laughs> Carlos? huh? I think it's real gone It's real gone? Yeah When did it leave? <laughs> <laughs> What do you say when you see a cute little chick? Uh... Uh, uh, boobop shebang. Boobop shebang? Yeah. <laughs> that means he's got a cottage up in the country or something? <laughs> a small shebang someplace? <laughs>
3: well, you're both
2: very nice youngsters, and I want mm. Nancy to have this lovely silver-finished compact by Elgin American.
5: Oh, beautiful.
2: And, Carlos, here's one just like it for your mother. What do you want to be when you leave school, Nancy?
5: A school teacher.
2: And what's your ambition, Carlos?
4: Oh, musician is salesman.
2: Salesman? You want to make money, I suppose. Oh, sure, lots of money. You want to make a lot of money. You want to be a counterfeiter in other ways, huh? Eh? <laughs> well, for graduation, I'll send you one of my old printing presses. Okay. Of course, on mine, Lincoln comes out a little younger. <laughs> What does your father do? Is he a counterfeiter too? Uh, I don't know. He's a printer. He's a
3: printer?
2: <laughs> what school do you go to, call us huh? Franklin. You're still at Franklin? Huh? <laughs> now, how old do you think a man should be before he gets married, uh, Mr. Ramirez? Well, I think he should be about 25. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about it, Nancy?
4: Well, I think he should be 25 also
2: Could you describe your dream man for me? Eh?
4: Well, he's good looking And he has a car And he's a little bit older
2: That's me, Groucho Marx
3: <laughs>
2: I've got a car and I'm older <laughs> In fact, there's my car is older than you <laughs> Are you at the shaving stage yet, uh, Carla? Oh, sure How often do you shave, huh?
4: Oh, every Friday
2: shave with a flounder? (laughs) What do you shave with, Carlos?
4: A safety razor.
2: Well, in a couple of years, you can start putting a blade in it, huh? (laughs) Where do you go to school, Carlos? (laughs) Franklin. You haven't been kicked out yet,
3: huh? (laughs) Now,
2: in just one minute, you're going to work together for $2,000. Fenneman? The mic is all
0: yours. Well, thank you, Groucho. Ladies, have you looked at your compact lately? It has a vital influence on your smartness because it's the one accessory you actually use and use where other people can see it. So for Easter of all times, replace a battered, shoddy-looking compact with an exquisite new Elgin American, the compact first in fashion and preferred by the best-dressed women. Here's the thrilling Easter gift, too. And Elgin American prices agree with every budget. See these favorite compacts tomorrow at your favorite store. And see Elgin American's exciting new companion line of compacts, too, American Beauty, thriftily priced as low as $2.95. Remember, the compact that will do the most for your Easter smartness, for her Easter smartness, carries America's number one name in compacts, Elgin American.
2: Let's see if the high school students will get a chance at the $2,000 question. You're going to play your
0: bet your life. Fenneman, tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they won't know what goes on until it's their turn.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high
0: I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Uh,
2: songs from Broadway. That's right. Here's your first question. How much of the $20 dollars you going to go for? Five. This song is from the bandwagon. What's the name of it? Dancing in the Dark. Dancing in the Dark is right. Well, the kids are off to a great start. They have $25. Remember you're going for 2000 dollars tonight. How much of the $25 are you gonna chance now? Ten. Here's a song from Hold Everything. Give me the title of it.
4: You you're
3: the, course, cream, in
2: you're the you're cream in my coffee. You're the cream in my coffee. isn't Now we have $35. Well, here's your third question. You've got $35. How
3: much are you
2: going to try now? 10 <laughs> <Damn>. Dance. <laughs> this tune is from Anything Goes. What's the name of it? <laughs> score up to $45. All right, you got $45. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to try? No. No coaching. 20? Mm-hmm. 20. 20. Uh, here we go. Here's a tune from Roberta. What's the name of it? What's the name of the song? Take a stab at it. No. I can't remember. Well, I'm sorry, but it's lovely to look at. And they wind up with $25. You wind up with $25. (laughs) Well, thanks and good luck from Belgian American Compacts. Now, don't go away. You're still in the running for the big
0: question. Perhaps the next couple will say the secret word, Groucho. It's Air. They've been in a waiting room offstage. Okay, boys, bring them in. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a fashion designer and a housewife. And here they are. Mr. Moss Mabry and Mrs. Marjorie Sonny meet Groucho Marx. Welcome
2: for Elgin American Compact. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll each win the amazing new Apollo 60 millimeter sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you use every day. Mrs. Uh, Sony. Yes. Where are you from, Marjorie? I'll call you Marjorie. Ah, huh?
4: uh, Sydney, Australia.
2: You're, you're from Sydney, yeah? Yes,
4: Australian yes. Warbride.
2: Australian Warbride. Yes. Yeah. And uh, fashion designer, Marbury, is that right? Mabry. Maybury. huh? Where are you from?
5: Uh? Mariana, Florida.
2: Fine, handsome-looking fellow there. Thank you, sir. As a fashion designer, where, where do you design, huh? With Don Loper uh, on Sunset Strip. Uh-huh. Huh. That's a very swanky place, isn't it? Yes, it is. How long have you had designs on women, huh? <laughs> <laughs> About
5: ten years.
2: Mrs. Sonny, uh, how long have you been married?
4: I was married on the 2nd of March, 1946.
2: How did you meet uh, your husband? Oh, I haven't even told my parents. What? Listen, I'm older than your parents. Tell me.
4: I'm sharing an apartment with two other flooding companions in Sydney, and the American Navy moved into the apartment next door.
2: The Navy moved into the apartment?
3: (laughs) Well, some
4: of the Navy. (laughs) And? And... um. One of these naval officers was quite a singer, and he liked to sing in his bath, and uh, I like to
2: sing in my bath also, so... Uh, and you sang together in the
3: bathroom? <laughs> well, we
4: Well, when it reached the stage of um, Little Sirica, How Do You Do, Hello, and a very romantic Indian love call... And, uh, love my neighbor, I sensed a, um, a romance developing. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and you've been sponging a lot from ever since, I suppose.
3: <laughs> well, I
2: decided to put my best foot
4: forward and went to the beauty specialist and had a hairdo and a manicure. That was
2: cold Newcastle, and, uh, and Marjorie. You didn't have to do that.
4: Oh, I'm afraid you're a flatterer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am, but you don't have to be afraid. <laughs> I don't want to ask point-blank how old you are, but did you ever wear bustles?
4: Oh, no, indeed.
2: I guess they went out with revolving doors, huh? Eh? No, sir. Do you happen to remember what was being worn when you were a baby? <laughs> Marjorie, you can consider the matter closed, huh? Eh? You certainly pinned me down that time. <laughs> Now, since we're talking about fashions, uh, tell me, uh, do you think uh, women dress to please themselves or to please men, Marjorie? Uh,
4: Generally, I think to please themselves.
2: Well, if they dress to please me, the stores wouldn't sell much. (laughs) An occasional sun visor, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, uh, uh, plunging neckline, what do you think women dress for? To please other women. Well, tell me, buttons and bows. How do you go about? Uh, how do you go about dreaming up your original creations?
5: We we try to pick out a period. For spring, we did French Revolution, and we do a lot of research on it. Mm-hmm. And do you have a
2: revolution every spring? <laughs> so far, yes. See, and what are the prices of your original creations? Mm-hmm.
5: Two forty-five to fifteen ninety-five.
2: Well, it's not bad. $2.45. Oh honey. this is a mis- That's very reasonable, huh?
5: This is a mistake. It's $245. $245?
2: Well, you can get the whole French Revolution for that. <laughs> Including Marie Antoinette, huh? <laughs> Just what does a woman get in the way of a dress for sixteen hundred market?
5: Well, she gets a custom made dress, one that is designed especially for her. Mm-hmm.
2: And what does her husband get? Ulcers? <laughs> He just gets the bill. <laughs> well, we have some gifts that are always in the very height of fashion. For uh, our housewife, Elgin American's compact and silver finish and jeweler's bronze. Oh, that's exquisite. Thank you so much. And for Mr. Morbury, our fashion designer, an Elgin American cigarette case and silver finish.
5: Thank you very much. Now,
2: Mr. Morbury, as a fashion expert, what do you think
5: of that? I think it's very beautiful. And I think the one that you gave Marjorie is exceptionally pretty. It goes right with her hat, right with her costume. Oh, silver, yes. You two are going to be very happy together.
2: <laughs> Now what advantage does a custom-made dress have over a ready-made dress?
5: Well, a custom-made dress is done exactly for her. It, it uh, brings out her best points and hides her worst points. Yeah.
2: It's the battle of the bulge, in other words. <laughs> Mrs. Sonia, what was your most embarrassing experience in addition to your romance?
3: Oh.
4: (laughs) Well, it uh, sent us around the bathroom again. Again, huh? (laughs) After my husband... You're a light
2: boy kid, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Well, after we were married, the Navy found this apartment, and uh, there was a shortage of telephones, and we were obliged to um, go into the corridor to take our telephone calls, and um, this particular Tuesday morning, the... um, management were uh, rather incensed at the number of calls i'd had and i was getting madder and madder about taking and not being able to take a bath so in desperation i turned the water on and i thought i'll be very quick on this call and i'll get back in time to take my bath
2: i must say you're the cleanest bride you've (laughs) ever had
4: there were two subsequent telephone calls and the bath water was still running. You mean by and, this
2: time uh, Nimitz's fleet had arrived too? No. The, um,
4: the manager's wife came tearing up the uh, stairs in the most awful state and she said, Mrs. Sonny, something tragic must have happened in your apartment. The water's gushing down the walls into the office. The king and queen are flat on their face on the floor. The, the war- king and queen? The picture had been washed off the walls. American Navy to the oh, rescue with their not. mops and their brooms. of course the it. armistice had been signed by then and in the all.
2: apartment you mean <laughs> now uh, now you're going to play your bet your life the Elgin American game for $2,000 you run your $20 and the more than the other couples and you get a chance at the $2,000 question later Fenneman remind our listeners how much the first couple want
0: the high school students have $25
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. What question category did you select?
0: Titles of current movies. Yeah, title roles in recent movies. Right.
2: Here's your first question, and how much of the twenty dollars are you going to risk?
5: Ten. Ten.
2: Who played the title role in Hamlet?
5: Lawrence Olivier.
2: Right. They're off with thirty dollars. Remember, you're going for two thousand dollars tonight. How much of the thirty will you try now?
5: Twenty-five.
2: Twenty-five. Who played the title role in The Adventures of Don Juan? Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn is right. They all have $55. Here's your third question. How much of the 55 will you try now? 50. 50? Who played the title role in The Siren of Atlantis?
5: Maria Montez. Maria
2: Montez. They're really on their way. They have $105. You got $105. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 105 are you going to try? One hundred dollars. Who played the title role in The Boy with Green Hair?
5: Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell
3: right. And they wind up with $205. Thank
2: you. Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play You Bet Your Life... And then we know who gets the crack at the $2,000
0: question. Feniman it's your turn. All right. Men, too, are on dress parade Easter Sunday. And the man with the new Elgin American cigarette case or cigarette case and lighter to match has the handsome, well-turned-out appearance Easter calls for. Elgin American prices are easy on the wallet, too. See these smoking accessories for the well-dressed man tomorrow. They're precision perfect. Come in masculine designs, beautifully finished in silver, jeweler's bronze, and sterling silver, and make Easter gifts beyond compare. Any man has every reason to throw his chest out further on Easter when he's the proud owner of a handsome new cigarette case or cigarette case and lighter to match by Elgin American.
2: Say, I just wanted to see if it'd work. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $2,000 question. George, who's leading so far?
0: Well, the designer and the housewife are leading with $205. And here's our final couple, Groucho. All They've been in a waiting room offstage, so they don't know the secret word is air. Okay, boys, bring them in. We invited some tree surgeons and some veterinarians to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected these two. Tree surgeon Irving Humphrey and veterinarian Dr. Warren Walker meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, gentlemen,
2: for Elgin American Compacts. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll each win the amazing new Apollo 60 millimeter sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you use every day A veterinarian, eh? Uh, Dr. Warren Walker? That's right Where are you from, Doc? Los Angeles mm-hmm. You married? Yes Do you have any little vets at home? No, not, not yet Well, let's go to another part of the forest uh. <laughs> Tree Sergeant uh, Irving Humphrey Where are you from, uh, Irving? I love you Are you married? Yes, sir. Cut yourself out on a limb, eh? (laughs) Now, how do you know when a tree is sick? Does he call up and ask for an appointment? Well, it it starts to defoliate.
5: uh, You can tell it's not getting enough food or water.
2: And then if you're busy, what happens? You have the owner bring the tree into the office? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that there are tree surgeons who are now practicing psychiatry? No, I didn't know that. Well, I know one. Of course, he only practices on nut trees, but.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs> he had one very bad case. He had a walnut tree that imagined he was a can of salmon.
3: <laughs>
2: he never did cure him. Now, as a tree surgeon, do do people call you Doc? Yes, they do. I think they call you Doctor. Call huh? me Doc. Well, what do they? Do they say what's up, Doc? Or? Uh, well, I, I suppose I... in your case they say where's Doc up. <laughs> For each of you, we have a handsome cigarette case and jeweler's bronze there by Elgin American. Thank you. They're very fine. Tailwagger, that's you. Let's uh, <laughs> let's bark up your tree for a moment, huh? How long have you been an animal doctor? I mean, uh, <laughs> how long have you been an animal doctor? Four years. And uh, what do you do as a veterinarian? What kind of patients do you treat? Well, small animals mostly. Monkeys, anything that comes in. What are you looking at me for? Well,
3: <laughs> you, you shouldn't feel so guilty.
2: <laughs> now tell me, what's the most interesting case you ever worked on? Well, I believe the, the lion was the most interesting. The lion, mm-hmm. huh? What was the matter with the lion? Had a bad molar mm-hmm. to extract its molar. Well, do you have old magazines for the lion to read? While you... <laughs> or,
3: or,
2: do you, or do you just read between the lines, huh? <laughs> Well, so we give him a little morphine. What, what's the strangest pet you ever uh, worked on, man? Well, i worked on a, a lion, emu, emu, skunk. Skunk. A lot of them. What'd you do for the skunk, huh? Well, we, uh, we descent skunks. They make very, make very good pets if you descent them. You, you mean you deskunk a skunk, huh? no. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Just yeah. like my doctor, the skunk pays you a visit and leaves your office without a cent. <laughs> What's the chief uh, occupational hazard in your jobs?
0: Oh, well, scratching cats and biting dogs. Well,
2: why would a grown man want to go around biting dogs? Right? <laughs> What's the chief occupational hazard of a tree surgeon? Well, it's not so good to fall out of a tree. Have you ever f- fallen out of a patient? Uh- <laughs> Well, gentlemen, this lesson in natural history has been very enlightening. Now, let's see how you two can work together for $2,000. You're the last couple to play you bet your life. Beat the other two couples and you get the $2,000 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is offstage to remind our listeners.
0: The dress designer and the housewife are high with $205.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you
5: select?
0: Famous street.
2: Here's your first question. How much of your $20 will you try? Ten. dollars. In what city do you find the famous Constitution Avenue?
5: Washington, D.C.
2: Washington, D.C. is right. We now have $30. How much of your $30 would you try now?
5: 20
2: 20 20 In what big city do you find famous Michigan Avenue? Chicago. Chicago is right.
3: We
2: now have $50. All right, you've got $50. Here's your third question. How much of the 50 are you going to try? $40. In what southern city do you find Peachtree Street? What was it? Peachtree. Atlanta? Atlanta is right! <laughs> now they have $90! <laughs> I knew he yeah. gets anything with a tree, <laughs> Got $90, here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 90 are you going to try? 80. 80 bucks. And what southern metropolis do you find Canal Street? New Orleans. New Orleans is right.
0: (laughs) And they wind up with $170. And that means the dress designer and the housewife with $205 get the chance at the $2,000 question. Easter gifts really prove your thoughtfulness and affection. And the name Elgin American adds great prestige to these gifts. Exquisite compacts, handsome cigarette cases, and lighter ensembles for men. See these important accessories tomorrow at any leading store. See, too, Elgin American's exciting new companion line, American Beauty, sensationally priced as low as $2.95 for compacts, $3.95 for cigarette cases. At Easter, at all times, there's far more smartness, more value in compacts, cigarette cases, and lighters by Elgin American. And here comes the winning couple, Groucho, the dress designer and the housewife. Well, back again to try for $2,000, eh?
2: Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly, and please, no help from the audience. On a building in Philadelphia, there is a bronze tablet that says Birthplace of the United States. What is this building called? What is the answer you two have decided upon?
5: Independence Hall.
2: Independence Hall is the right.
3: got <laughs> Congratulations, you win $2,000 in addition to
2: $205 in your other prizes. Well, here it is, $2,000 from Belgian American Compacts. Congratulations. You leave it.
0: <laughs> the Belgian American Show, You'll Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $1,000. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You'll Bet Your Life. Starring Groucho Marx. Presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately?
1: listening to I love old time radio with your host virtual vinny. Welcome back. Well that's the last episode we have of the second season. There were 6 remaining episodes with the final one airing on May 25th of 1949, but there's a lot more groucho to come as the next 3 seasons are completely available. at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. For those of you who are Vintage Radio Club members, tomorrow we'll be posting an episode from CBS Radio Mystery Theater, one of my favorite series. The show will be The Old Ones Are Hard to Kill. You can hear it tomorrow by signing up for our Vintage Radio Club at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is... Virtual Vinny signing off.